Good morning, everyone. Good morning. We're going to wait a few minutes. Good morning, everyone. We're just going to wait to about a few more minutes to everybody come on. So glad that you're here when CEOs pray. When CEOs pray, we are determined to do what the Lord tells us to do no matter what. When CEOs pray is inspired by God. When CEOs pray. CEOs. We have to realize that God made us all CEOs. We're the head and not the tail. We're the lenders, not the borrowers. We're above and not beneath. We are CEOs. So when we pray, we can make the difference in our lives, our families, our communities, our nation and our world when we pray. When we pray. When CEOs pray. We're gonna wait a few more minutes until we get started. And we're gonna keep doing this as long as God says to do it. When CEOs pray. Pray. Prayer changes things. I know prayer. Prayer changes things. Oh, 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 prayer changes things. I know prayer changes things. Oh, my grandmother prayed. And it changed things. My grandfather prayed. And it changed things. My mother prayed. And it changes things. Oh, my brother prayed. And it changes things. Oh, now I 
pray and it's gonna change things even when it don't look like it it's gonna change things Good morning, everyone. We're so thankful and grateful that you decided to come here today um, to when CEOs pray. Uh, as I was saying earlier, God has made us all CEOs, so all are welcome because the Bible says that we are the head and not the tails. We are above and not beneath. We're lenders and not borrowers. We are the head. He said he, in Genesis, God said for us to be fruitful and multiply. Um, he, we are to multiply in the world and the land and to um, increase our capacity uh, from our families through our communities to our nation and to our world. So our supporting scripture about praying comes from Luke 18 and 1. Luke 18 and 1. We're going to go there. And I'm reading from the Message Bible. Um, Jesus told them a story showing that it was necessary for them to pray consistently and never quit. He said, there was once a judge in some city who never gave God a thought and cared nothing for people. A widow in that city kept after him. My rights are being violated, protect me. He never gave her the time of day. But after this went on and on, he said to himself, I care nothing what God thinks, even less what people think. But because this widow won't quit badgering me, I'd better do something and see that she gets justice. Otherwise, I'm going to end up beaten black and blue by her pounding. Then the master said, do you hear what judge, what that judge, corrupt as he is, is saying? So what makes you think God won't step in and work justice for his people? for his chosen people who continue to cry out for help. When he stick up for them, I assure you he will. He will not drag his feet. But how much of that kind of persistent faith will the son of man find on earth when he returns? Now this persistent faith that this widow had, she kept troubling him. She kept troubling him. And I'm reminded of another story that's in the Bible where I believe it was the disciples asking Jesus, why do you keep troubling the master, right? Why do you keep troubling the master? And I'm gonna see if I can find it. Why do you keep troubling the master? And it, troubling would seem like a bad thing to do, but Persistence is what gets God's attention. Persistence is what gets God's, God's attention. 
And um, that's what he wants us to do. He, he wants us to trouble him, talk to him. Um, you know, I was talking to my children the other day um, and about how it was my son, uh, Junior. He kept asking me for something. I forgot what it was. It is at the time. But anyway, he was asking me something. Oh, I think he's in his, well, was one of his classes. He needed his uniform done. And he kept troubling me. He kept getting on my nerves. But eventually I gave in, even though I probably wouldn't have if he wouldn't have kept troubling me. So it, it showed me that he really wanted it and he was getting my attention. And that's what troubling the ma- troubling the master gets God's attention. Now we're going to go to Luke 8 and 49. We're talking about prayer. The benefits of prayer and, and, and why should we pray? Um, Luke 8 and 49. Okay. Says this. While he was still talking, someone from the leader's house came up and told him, your daughter's dead. No need now to bother the master. Now, and that's the message Bible. But in the King James Version, it says, While he yet spake, there cometh one from the ruler of the synagogue's house, saying to him, Thy daughter is dead. Trouble not the master. But Jesus said to him, Jesus said, Jesus overheard and said, don't be upset. Just trust me and everything will be all right. Trust me and everything is going to be all right. So even though the disciples wanted them to leave Jesus alone, stop troubling, get up, leave Jesus alone, that, that your daughter dead. But that could, and it could have stopped right there. But no, Jesus said, your daughter is not dead. Your daughter's not dead. She's going to be all right. And Jesus wants us to talk to him. He wants us to pray to him. Um, it gives him great joy for us to, to talk to him. And sometimes we may get busy with life, things going on, but we have to get back to the basis of praying. And I don't tell you how to pray or long prayer, short prayer. You do whatever the Lord lays on your heart to do, but pray, speak to him, talk to him, um, seek his counsel, uh, seek his word on things. Uh, and, 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 and remember that God is in, he should be the head of everything that you do. Um, so let's look up what, what does prayer mean? Prayer mean, right? So what, what is prayer anyway? What is prayer in its simplest form? Because sometimes we make things so complicated and God is not complicated. He's complicated, meaning that, you know, he's all many facets. But God said he, he is instead a child can understand. So um, I like to basic definitions. I don't like anything that's too complex. Um, so a prayer is to speak to God, especially to give thanks or ask for something. That's what a prayer in its, in its uh, most simplest form 
is to speak to God, especially to give thanks or ask for something. So when we're praying, we ask God for things, yes, but we especially give thanks. There's a scripture that says, oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good. Yes, he is good. If you notice in the Bibles, every as you read throughout the scripture, they're always giving thanks. That's important. You know, even with your children, your natural children, if they ask you for things, um, you don't want them to keep on asking and never thank you for it or thank you for what you've done. Uh, a perfect example is my son. Again, yesterday, he had me going around, around trying to get his uniform altered. Um, but when we just before we got out of the car, he said, Mom, I want to thank you for just being my mom. And even him saying that, it made me feel better. It really did. So just imagine me and my basic ways appreciate my children thanking me. How much more does God, the creator of all things, um, appreciate us when we thank him? When your prayers, it's not all of, it don't have to all be about asking. It could be thanking him. Lord, I thank you for waking me up this morning. Lord, I thank you for the trees. I thank you for giving me air to breathe. Thank you, Lord, for protecting my children. Thank you, Lord, for my pet. Thank you, Lord, for my food. Um, thank you, Lord, for everything you've done for me. And I remember this young boy, he would testify, and I'm like, wow. But he was true. He would say, thank you for my liver. Thank you for my lungs. Thank you for my kidneys. The stuff that sometimes we don't even think about. He was thankful for everything. Um, so we have to just be thankful and we have to, so the prayer means asking and thanking asking and thanking um, that's in the simplest in the simplest uh, definition it's asking and thanking and we all know how to do that as humans we know how to ask for stuff and we know how to say thank you uh, so those are the things that we are talking about today so we're almost done. Now what we're going to do is, so remember the scripture. We talked about the foundational scripture, which is Luke 18 and 1 through, I believe, the 8th verse. Let me make sure. 18 and 1. And... Sorry, 18 and 1. And through the eighth verse, yes. And we talked about troubling, we talked about troubling um, the master, right? Because that's what God wants us to do. And that's, he, he wants us to have that type of persistent faith, faith, sorry, where, where we trouble him, where we keep going to him, we keep going to him. We keep trying to get his attention. We treat, keep trying to get his attention. Uh, and I gave the example of how my son was keep getting my attention because he wanted me to do something for him. And I did it because he kept he kept troubling me. Um, and we talk about what is the definition of prayer. So in the simplest form, prayer is to speak to God, especially to give thanks or ask for something. And I got this from the Merriam-Webster.com, the definition of prayer. So as we move out today, let's just let's just pray. It means to to give thanks. So we're gonna give thanks. Father, we thank you for who you are in our lives. We thank you for you just being God. We thank you that you are everything that we need you to be at any given moment. Father, if we need you to be our healer, we need you to be our 
waymaker, our miracle worker, our father, our friend. God, we thank you that you're all knowing you're all things. Thank you, God, that you're everything that we need you to be. Ty Trevor said everything to me. And God, you are definitely everything to us. We thank you for being a good father. We thank you for being a good friend. We thank you for being there even sometimes we've let you down. We thank you how you've been, you've never left us nor forsaken us. Lord, we thank you how you've been with us through all every storm of life. We thank you, Lord, for keeping us safe through this COVID-19 situation. Lord, we thank you, God, that you're going to bring us through on the other side of every situation that we're going through. We thank you, God, that you're forgiving, God. We thank you, God, that you give us peace in the midst of a storm, God. You give us joy when there's no joy to be found, God. Lord, we thank you because if you did it before, God, we can reach back in your in your in our resume, your resume, God, and see that you've done things for us, Lord. And if you've done it before, God, you'll do it again. Lord, we thank you, God, for keeping our children safe, our family safe. We ask you to watch over our husbands, our spouses, Lord, our friends, our family. Lord, watch over this nation, God. Forgive us, God, for all our sins, Lord. We're asking you right now in the name of Jesus, forgive us. Forgive the world for turning our back on you, God. And Lord, we thank you for getting our attention. Because Lord, had this not happened, you probably wouldn't have got all of our attention, but you got our attention. And Lord, we thank you because the Bible says in 2 Chronicles uh, 14, says that if your people call by your name, shall humble themselves and pray, turn from the wicked ways and seek your face, um, you'll heal our land. So the 2 Chronicles 7 and 14, and Lord, we, we, we are seeking your face. We're turning from, your, from our wicked ways. And Lord, we, 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 we're humbling ourselves down, God. We want you to heal the land and not just this physical land, but Lord, heal the land of our hearts, Lord heal our land lord help us to love help us to forgive help us to move on help us to to put you in the head of everything that we do including our businesses our life god you are our counselor lord you are our chief apostle god you are our ceo we remove ourselves from that seat because when we get in the driver's seat we make we can make a big mess of things but Lord, we know that we follow you and put you at the head of our life. Lord, everything will be all right. We thank you, God. And we just praise you just for who you are. We're asking you today just to continue to give us strength, Lord, as we go through our separate battles, Lord. Give us strength, God, because you are a strength like no other. And we ask you right now, God, for anybody who's on the line who wants to give their life to Christ, just repeat after me. Say, God, I know that you... Your son Jesus died for me on the cross to forgive me for my sins. I acknowledge that you, Jesus, are the savior of the world and that you died on the cross so that I can live again. I believe that you're coming back again and I wanna be ready. And I confess that from now on, you are the head of my life, the CEO of my world. And I believe you. And I'm going to go and find a Bible-believing five-fold ministry that's going to help me develop into a person that you want me to be in you. Everybody, let's just get back to praying. Get back to talking to God. Get back to thanking Him. And get in our word 
read a scripture ask God to lead and guide you he'll lead you because he talks to us all different type of ways the same way we can talk to our children if, if we have children or how your mother talked to your mother or father may have talked to you one way and talked to your brother or sister a different way we know we, we God talks to us in, in various ways so it's not the same he knows how to get about get our attention so let's just keep him first in our lives we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.